Hello again, everybody. It is the fifth one here on the No Name Roadshow. My name is Tim. I am here as I, uh, I guess, unfortunately have been for the past several weeks, not traveling at all, here in lovely, beautiful, mostly closed Las Vegas, Nevada. And I am here, as always, with my illustrious co-host, the man on the road himself. Joe Makarski. And Joe, where are you at this week? I am in Kanab, 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 Utah, which we are calling it Kebab, Utah. And it's pretty cool out there. Our Vegas and Kebabs. This is the fifth one. Coming up now, right to your ears, after, of course, our favorite theme song. And we're back. All right. Kanab, Kanab, Kebab. Where the fuck is Kebab? Holy shit. Um, it is. It is about an hour west of Page, Arizona. And holy shit, where is that? That is an hour north of Flagstaff, Arizona. And it is crazy. It's two different places. We came from. Flagstaff, where it's a lot of trees, uh, mountains, the, the weather's super nice. It's, you know, it gets about 80 during the day, 50s, 40s at night, so it's super nice. Um, we've been staying in there at uh, some BLMs that's super nice. Been going to town, doing some skateboarding, um, and it... Our, our two weeks came up and we decided we wanted to start moving some more. And our, our goal is to get to Idaho. Um, so some of us took off early and headed up to Page, where I stayed last time um, with the pig lady, which it's another uh, little teaser of a story to come. <laughs> it's like but, uh, pig lady alone. So yep. like... So I stayed up there last year with uh, with the pig lady, and we I came back up here this year, and it is. Wait, the- I want to just make sure I understand this. This was the pig lady from Page. The pig lady I met in Page, not from oh, Page. You met in Page. Yep, met in no. Page. <laughs> from back Page. <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, that's a completely different pig lady. <laughs> and um, so. Came up here and it was so goddamn hot where it was upper 90s, no trees, complete desert. One of the most beautiful places ever. If you can ever look up Lake Powell, look it up on the internet, look at some Google pictures. And it looks like another planet of uh, water, rock formations. And and um, it's also where Horseshoe Bend is, if anybody's familiar with that. And that's a pretty cool place. But um, we got there. And it was only um, two vans, uh, me and another couple, uh, Adam and Katie. And we we got up here, and we're pretty tired from the drive, like, you know, kind of exhausted. And we just kind of all were like, screw this. I'm going to find my place to stay. You guys can find your place. You know, go do your thing. And it was, 
it was upper 60s close to 70 at night sleeping so it was it was really hot i slept at the walmart parking lot uh was miserable and wasn't having a good experience with Paige. and then what, the next so day, why why the uh why the walmart parking lot is that like the only spot was there no blm like was yeah, it just because of the fact that you knew it was like an interim place like what I guess two things, right? Because yeah. I know this, but I would say most of our listeners don't. Uh, so one, just generally, why a Walmart parking lot? And then two, more specifically, why why the Walmart parking lot in Page? Yeah. Um, so last year, when I stayed up here, I stayed at a BLM that had these. It was really cool. Um, it was right off the highway, right next to um, the dam that's here. And it's a huge dam that created Lake Powell. Um, it was a six um, space spot that was kind of like a circle of six spaces and it had its own little uh, cement picnic table there. It was really nice, really quaint, um, really quiet. But what what's happening now is with the coronavirus, everybody's um, taking up BLM space. And the BLM space that I was talking about has changed from um, a paid site so you have to pay per night. And a lot of other places are closed because of the Corona. So there was so limited what, option. What, what is that? What is a, what is a, a nightly rate go for for a BLM spot page? 14 What's to $15 that? a night. Okay. So Which not, not inexpensive. No, it's not, but it's, but, you know, stay two weeks is the, most you can spend at a BLM and then they kick you out. Um, and most BLMs are free. So, um, and Walmarts, Walmarts are, um, generally open to travelers staying there, you know, for a night, two nights. They, they don't want you camping there, um, which some people do, but, um, I knew this Walmart, I stated it before and I knew it was safe and I knew it was, close to everything and it was accessible. So I just stayed there. I was just like, screw this. I'm going to go to bed. Then I woke up the next morning and um, went to go find Adam and Katie. And we use this, this really cool app called life 360. And what it is, is it's an app where you can create groups of people. And we have one called the chosen family. And within there, it, um, shows where everybody is on a map. So it, it's a locating device map um, type deal thing. And um, I opened it up and I saw Adam and Katie were down the road. And this is like, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night because it was too hot to sleep. And um, I drove up the road and found them. And I knew it was them because it was the only van in the middle of nowhere. And um, I pulled up and I texted them, hey, I'm be behind you. And they're like, oh, was so hungover. We've been <laughs> drinking since six six thirty the previous night. We found a bottle of rum that we didn't know we had, and uh, they said they woke up that morning and they found a boot. Treasure? They found a boot, an empty bottle of rum, and a pan they were cooking in, full of dirt outside of the van, and they have no idea how any of it got out there. So they got super That's some strong rum. ass rum. Yeah. But <laughs> oh yeah. And, the, and I, I, 
that's some next level rum drunk. Like I can't like, I mean, yeah, you hear of like drunk cooking and things like that, but to end up with a pan full of dirt, like that's some, that's some good work. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you guys like, you want to make a happened? mud pie? I want to make a mud pie too. Let's make mud pies <laughs> with one boot. <laughs> It worked in stone soup. He threw a Charlie, uh, what you call it? In uh, Charlie in the chocolate factory. That's what Willy Wonka throws in. Gives it a kick. <laughs> oh, it did. I started watching that movie last night. How weird. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, by the way, you agree that Grandpa Joe is one of the biggest pieces of shit in, fil- in films. In- <laughs> you know why, right? Why? So you've, you've never heard this whole bit? No. So Grandpa Joe is the biggest piece of shit because here he is bedridden, right? Like him and the other grandparents all just staying in bed, whining, complaining like all day long. Charlie's mom, who's like a widower or like a widow, right? Like Charlie's dad is nowhere to be found. That's what you just kind of assume, right? So she's working like tooth and nail to get them like – essentially stone soup, right? Like was water with like a sock in it. <laughs> Charlie finally like gets uh, to go to a chocolate store and gets the golden ticket. Then suddenly fucking grandpa Joe is Mr. Spry and up and about. He's able to walk around. He's like stealing shit inside the factory. Like he's obviously not like bed sores because he's in bed all the time. And like his muscles haven't atrophied. Now that fucker's just been laying around watching maybe his daughter, maybe his daughter-in-law, who knows? Like that's not necessarily established, but yeah, grandpa Joe, big piece of shit. You know who should have played that part is uh, is Frank Costanza. That <laughs> would have been awesome. Just like Jason Alexander, like but stay like oh yeah, stay exactly in the so Costanza dad, role. Dad. Yeah, his his dad should like the the um, George, <laughs> his dad should have played. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a perfect cast. So, yeah, all right. Uh, so, met up with them, and we really realized it was way too fucking hot. No trees, no nothing, and we're like, we need to get the hell out of here. And the closest place was 60 miles away, and we drove to Kebab, and it is unbelievable. We're 14 steps away from where we parked to a little river. That um, has a little bit of a, like a sandy beach. It's secluded. Go out there at night, lay down and watch the stars, and just hang out. And it's pretty badass where we're at right now. Joe, are you literally in a van down by the river? I am a van down by the river right now. Multiple vans down the river. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the arm swing. Uh, I know there's nobody who can see my video, but yeah, uh, you need to be wearing a sport coat. I do. That one's too small, and I got to be adjusting my belt rapidly back and forth. <laughs> now, yeah, like, like how how big of a how big of a town is Kebab? Is Kebab just like a spot on the map that has like just people that work for the park, or like? I don't know. It's a really weird town. It's pretty small. I wouldn't know the number of people. Uh, I would say a thousand at the most. Um, 
Like there's no there's no major stores here or anything. Uh, McDonald's, I think, is the only name brand something that I've seen. An Exxon gas station, but it's 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 one main road, two main roads that intersect with each other, and a bunch of other little streets around, and that's it. Now, what about the kebab skewers? Uh, aren't they an AHL hockey team? That's up they there. Are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a small town, but man, they have a hardcore following. Like oh, one of one of the better performing franchises. I think there's a rodeo here. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, cowboy hats and a lot of belt buckles with a lot of guns on their hips. Hey, you got If you're going to be west, you got to be west, right? Like so, yeah. I get that. And, you know, coming back know, to the uh, to, to the scared, you know how to get stared down in this town. Oh, please tell. Wear a face mask because Corona is not real in this town. Got it. And if you have, even if it was right, and you have the mask on, you must have it. Oh, I know. yeah. I went to Ace Hardware, and the looks I got was like, like from moms to like teenagers, like, "What the fuck are you wearing that for? And what do you have that you need to be wearing that?" What you need to do to fit in is not wear a mask, but just have like a red bandana that you throw over your face. So this way you look more like an outlaw and people just know that trouble's come into town. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> they feel much more comfortable with that. Just find a swinging door saloon, walk in, have somebody say, you ain't here from around here, boy, is you? Like, I'm just yeah, here yeah. for just for a whiskey and a room. It's a girl. <laughs> You got a piano. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to find during your travels, like a like an old saloon, ghost towny type place. Like if you're gonna be traipsing around in the West, especially like now that you're in Utah, there's got to be places like that. There right? is. It's one of right up the road that we found. There, so let let me tell you, let me tell you about the guy that showed up today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Um, it was, um, me, Adam and Katie, who are husband and wife, they travel in a pro master and, um, they are parked across from me. So we're kind of, you know, I can look over and see their door open. They can see my door open and we look in, we hang out, we have chairs and I'm building the van with, um, doing all the upgrades to it. So I have skill star out. I have the drill, have some music playing not too loud um wood everywhere you know tools and then this like 93 caravan that's painted green and white pulls up and it's this big guy probably 63 230 250 maybe in his late 60s early 70s walks over with a big pit bull dog that looks like a miniature hippo it's just been eaten too much <laughs> and um and, and and it can barely like it's just scuff along it's in um her name's gracie and she's about 11 years old and she's like 10 feet and i gotta sit down okay let me just relax here but this guy walks up and he's like how you doing and um comes out and shakes our hand and we're like oh god you oh, touch 
Let me go inside the six foot circle. Yep. And, um, and, and, and I, I just watched, um, you know, Tom Segura is. Yeah. The comedian. Yeah. So I just watched last night just by chance, like to go to sleep. It was, um, it was one of his newest um, shows and it was him talking about going to the bank and just, I just watched it last night. And he was talking about going to the bank and he's like, yeah. So you walk in and like, there's that guy that works there. He's like, whatever that guy is, is he security? He's not security. Like, is he a doorman? I don't know what he is, but he's just a guy that works in the front of the bank and he doesn't even know if he works there or not. And, and he's walking, like Tom walks in he's like, how you doing? And the guy completely ghosts him, doesn't even look at him, looks right past him. And Tom kind of was like, all right. And he turns and goes to go into the bank and open the door. And he hears the guy go, yeah, well, I'm going to West Virginia this weekend to see my sister. And Tom was like, okay. And like he says to the audience, like, when you ask somebody how they're doing, there's like only two real answers. Like, I'm doing fine. Or like, I'm doing okay. You don't want to know anything else. It's how I'm doing. And then like the guy was going well yeah so i haven't seen my sister in about 11 years you know should go see her and he's like what the hell in his mind like what the hell i just want to go in the bank so the guy that shows up today with his dog gracie walks by and i'm like how you doing and he's like oh no well so i've traveled from you know phoenix and i'm going up here and we're going to see my cousin that lives in such and such and we're like oh my god <laughs> oh my god this is happening this is crazy and he, he must have sat and talked to us for like 45 minutes as we're in the middle of like sawing boards and trying to put the van together. And you can obviously see like, we're like, okay, we need to finish what we're doing, but he's just keeps on talking and he's nice enough, but it was just that awkward moment. So it goes back to his van and, oh, he was telling us he was in the Vietnam war. He was, you know, um, he's a military guy. So you can't, you can't, you got to respect where he's been. And, you know, you're not like, get out of here. And he's probably four vehicles away lengths wise. And he goes back to his vehicle and it sounds like Woodstock is playing from the vehicle at 11. So you're talking that you're talking like the concert festival, not Snoopy's friend that (laughs) (laughs) that would be way funnier. (laughs) It's credence. It's, Jimmy Page, everybody from Woodstock at 11 and him just sitting in a chair next to Gracie, just staring at us. And that went on for five hours. So he was just, he was like, you know what makes me really relaxed? Watching other people work. Uh, While I listen to Woodstock. After after making them really uncomfortable with with a handshake. By the way, do you think, do you think handshake, like are handshakes going to become the new like power move? Yeah, it is. It totally right. Is. Like, like yeah, I'm a real man. You're gonna shake my hand, right? Like, do you think that's it's gonna go from being something very social to being something like a little like aggro? Um, yes, but also even even more. What about the hippie hug? Because <laughs> hippies don't handshake; they come in for hugs, right? And they don't believe any of this stuff is real either. No, so. they don't. Fuck, fuck, Corona. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get a virus like thrown into it 
one of uh uh one of my friends from college not friends from college a person who lived next door to me uh in college uh she has been a huge conspiracy theorist uh like all like huge anti-vaxxer uh flat earther like oh. talks at the conventions like <laughs> like all like chips all in right and she's been going off on a tear about how uh you know 5g cell phones are the thing that's creating coronavirus yep. uh the government is uh just using this as the opportunity for bill gates to inject microchips in all of us like all sorts of stuff and she's been gaining more and more notoriety so she decided that she was gonna like start exposing like herself as a true freedom fighter true to her uh you know her her training and upbringing and uh goes and films a video live on the scene at this grocery store in california like by where she lives and just starts going off on the person that's the greeter at the door that they're like oh it looks like you don't have a mask you need a mask how about some hand sanitizer like this store has to be the greatest fucking store on the planet like the people there are so nice she's like i want to speak to the manager right and the manager comes out and he was like hey well if you don't feel comfortable coming in the store that's fine just give me your shopping list i'll we'll shop for you and then we can run your card and you don't even have to do any of the stuff for the store you're not gonna get my private items i have a private credit card like just off the uh. plot she posts it to facebook thinking like she's finally exposing like how how all of her rights are infringed and it blows up she is now a full-born internet celebrity as Whoa. the stereotypical karen so she is yep she is full-on karen she got she was posted the public freak out on reddit uh, and that took off and then everybody found out who she was, where she went to school, like all of that stuff. So then that begins like an entire debate. And then because it's so popular on Twitter, all of the national news organizations start writing articles about Karen. Yeah. So she made Newsweek today. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for her. Yeah. Like, you know what? I look at the things that I've accomplished and uh, I have not made Newsweek. So <laughs> yes, the hippie hug is going to be as prevalent as the oh, aggro handshake. Aggro one. Cause that's like, you're totally going in like the hippie hug. They're coming into you. Like you say fuck Corona too. Right. Right. <laughs> Get any weed? <coughs> no, this cough is just from my pot. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Tim here. I want to talk to you about a friend of ours, Road Dog. Road Dog is a company out of Massachusetts selling travel gear for you and your furry friend. Their portable products allow your pup to stay hydrated or have a quick bite to eat next time you're on the go. If you want to check them out, head over to roaddogmfg.bigcartel.com. They also have an Instagram if you want to check out some of the applications of their products. That's road underscore dog underscore MFG. And their link to the store is in their bio. With every purchase, even more awesome, a portion of the proceeds go to All for the Animals Dog Rescue Organization. So give them a chance and check them out. All right, let's get back into it. 
so also um the we've we've kind of split up in 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 our our caravan one one guy left went back to washington to get some stuff um um me kind me adam and katie kind of hightailed it to page uh the no matter where no matter where van jesse and billy had to stay back and go to sedona get some mail and um do some stuff down there and another couple wanted to go paddle paddle boarding which is the big craze right now amongst the group i think i'm the only one that doesn't have a paddle board and i'm okay with that i was gonna say i uh, just saw an ad for one on instagram so i can send you uh the link no, no, okay sure. <laughs> now i understand why it's just showing up in my feed <laughs> i'm sure it's fun but I'm I'm going to watch from the shore and cheer him on. And you're doing great on standing up on that paddle board and paddling. <laughs> Go get him! <laughs> but <laughs> but um, what is stand up paddle boarding? Well, you stand on a board paddle. and you paddle. Paddle. What else do you do? No, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you go over there, and then you go over there. <laughs> I'm over here now. Uh, hey, come on over here. Paddle over here with me. <laughs> Look at it. It's so much different over here. Now, what about over here? Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> we've just lost all our paddle boarding fans. I just pissed off everybody in my group. <laughs> <laughs> I've been paddle boarding. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. I, I mean, if I think it's one thing to do it on a lake, it's another thing like doing it. Like I did it uh, on the off the coast of Mass, and that was that a little choppy. Cool. And there's boats going around. Like that's that was a little stressful. Like, I didn't find it be board? very serene. What's it? Do you own a paddleboard? No, uh, rented one. I, I if you came in, uh, in in some which a lot of people have, if you came into a little bit of money or a large sum of money, would you put? Some of the side and be like, I know what I want—a paddle. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, I guess if it's it's if you're indecisive as to whether or not you want to be a surfer or a kayaker, it's a good compromise. <laughs> you're like, you know what? I think both of those sound really thrilling, and could be very interesting. But what if I made it more dull? Yeah. <laughs> But I will say, like, anytime I see a picture of somebody who's a paddleboarder, their abs and core oh, are dude, high. Core. Like, th- like I, I am a fat piece of shit in this uh, in this uh, quarantine. <laughs> I should I probably head out to Lake. Maybe I should invest in a paddleboard and see if I can't uh, make myself a little less squishy in the middle. So one of the guys here, Adam, that um, – has been getting really good at skateboarding. Like he's only gone three times and he's learned quite a bit. Um, he used to own his own training company where he'd go to people's houses and do, you know, workouts and, and, and train. Oh, wow. Um, and he got pretty good at it and pretty successful at it. And while we're in Flagstaff, we started doing workouts that was really nice. Like the whole group would do workouts every morning, not every morning, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, uh, it's called 
ISO something where it's like isolated workouts where you hold stuff. Okay. So like you do half push up and you hold it. Boring as hell, but super effective. And doing it up in the mountains at 7,000 feet elevation. Oh, so with extra oxygen. Oh, I thought I was having a heart attack. It was terrible. (laughs) Like all of us are very close to being faint and like, holy shit, we're out of shape. What's going on? It's like, you idiots. (laughs) Oh. Well, that's the new craze is uh, training with oxygen uh, deprivation. Like I think they call it hypoxic training. Like people are aware like – this is even bef- like even before the time of Corona, you'd wear this ma- you wear this mask over your face that restricts how much oxygen you bring in to increase your aerobic like capacity. I mean, in addition to looking insane, uh, that, that be- just doesn't sound like any fun at all. How <laughs> how how not dumb because that's not what we're looking for. How bad or how not right would that be going paddle boarding with that thing on there? Like, there's no purpose for it. Like, two <laughs> objects that do not work at all together. Like, I'm so out of breath paddle boarding. Well, that, like, I think that the, the, the thing is with the mask, like, the mask is like this way of like, you know what? Like, I really hate working out. How can I make sure I really hate working out? <laughs> Like that's the, I, I have friends that use the mask and they like, they film themselves and they show like on like Instagram and they they look miserable, miserable. Like, like, Oh yeah, I'm just getting at it. Like, no, you're not, you're killing brain cells. Like you might as well just drink. Like I will say though, like uh, my buddy Blake, he's like really big into it. And like, dude is ripped. Like he's gone like full on. Really? Like, he looks like a monster now. Like he was always a fit dude, but like he is cut. I don't know if it has to do with the mask or not. I'm never going to find out. Yeah, I'm not personally. Uh, Maybe I'll have yeah, my like, mom. I'll go back to stand up paddleboarding, but I will not wear a, like a mask to work out. Oh, so the whole reason why I was saying that we split up too was, um, so no matter where Van are back in Sedona area and. They left flat. They, oh, we went to this place called the End of the World. Well, let me let me take that back. They went to this place called the End of the World. Okay, and it's it's um, northern Sedona, and you have to take a fire road that's thirty miles of washboard. Have you ever oh, been wow. a washboard on washboard roads? Like it's the worst. Yeah. Well, is so I want to make like. Um, is a washboard road the one that has like the cattle things every so often, or is it just a dirt road that they added traction to and you're just kind of hitting that over and over again? It's a dirt road that, um, and I, we tried looking up the, the physics of why this happens, but a dirt road after a while being ridden on it, it turns into a washboard. <laughs> Sorry. I can't figure out why. It's not the traction. It is the worst road to ride on. I've always so heard that the more that you use a dirt road, the, the easier it is for you to access. But that's no. apparently wrong. So 30 miles an hour of driving on that. I drove seven minutes and turned around. 
<laughs> yeah, because like in a car or something else that's not a home, like right, like like you're like you're in an SUV or like a truck, right? With that kind of suspension, yeah. it's probably still very rough, but a lot more comfortable than being in like a Sprinter van. Like that's got to be torture. Every piece of my every item I own threw up on itself and was all over the place. And poor little van <laughs> was like, "Oh my god, yeah." Yeah, he was like, please, please, no more. And I was like, I got you, bub. We're turning around. <laughs> they went out there, and it's one of the most beautiful places. Again, if you can look up end of the world, um, Sedona, Arizona, it looks like the land before time, like when dinosaurs roamed the earth. It is unbelievable and incredible looking. Um, I did not go, and they they – the, the the everybody that went that told me they went that it was it was beautiful, but they had to leave because of the ravers. <laughs> <laughs> ravers? There was ravers everywhere. Like not only ravers of like you know hey let me be a raver like it was like full on rave music, um, glowing hula hoops, glowing fireballs, uh, well into like you know six seven o'clock in the morning nonstop. And this and then, is this is like within the past week. This was last last Friday. Wow. So, um, the no matter where van stayed um, there, or they went down to Sedona, and we all came up north. And I, I, I talked to Jesse, and she was like, "Dude, we went to Sedona, and I've been to going. To, I've been going to Sedona for the last like fourteen years of my life. So, like, I've never seen." so many cars parked on the side of the road and so many people as tourists walking around like full on every restaurant was open packed the pink jeep tours were going on and it was full on like the biggest tourist season she's ever seen in her life like fuck the corona it does not exist wow we're going to pack out sedona and oh, i thought God. that really crazy yeah now like now so your 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 handshake dude uh i think we got away from that because you said that there was something else that he was doing as he was blasting hey man is that freedom rock we'll turn it up turn it up it was <laughs> totally like that <laughs> so he's watching you work yep watching us work in his lawn chair with his big coffee table dog that looks like it looks like a baby hippo with a Rottweiler's face. <laughs> rolling around in the mud every so often, looking for marbles because oh. it's hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh it's been pretty cool up in, in kebab. There's um an old Hollywood um ghost town that's really cool that we're gonna go check out like a like an abandoned old movie set type thing yeah yeah like it's dilapidated and falling down but like it looks like the old like you know the swinging door like the swinging like half doors that you walk in this guy playing the piano and you know go upstairs and have your way with a lady that kind of place i want a bath a broad and a bourbon (laughs) that sounds really good all of it. <laughs> Some hay from a horse. 
Oil for my boots. <laughs> Steak. We've been uh, we've been drinking a lot of tequila out here lately too. Nice. That's a good time. Yeah. Like more, like more, like craft stuff, or uh, like no, just like no. a salsa. Walmart uh, lime tequila. That is the best tequila I've ever had in my life. It doesn't even, it tastes like fruit punch. <laughs> so Walmart has their own brand of tequila. I don't know. I don't know what it is. We can only find it at Walmart. Oh wow! Because I know that Costco has their brands of uh, of alcohol. And they come in like Costco sized bottles. So you can get like, there's, there's people who are like totally addicted to like the Costco vodka, which I think is like cheaper than water in a lot of, a lot of places and, and comes in like almost the same size of what you'd have like in an office bubbler. Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you about Walmart too. Um, so that my, my buddy, um, my buddies, Devin and April, who are, they, they live out of an ambulance. And I don't know if I brought this up to you before. Uh, they're called Ambo Life, and you can find them on um, Facebook on Ambo Life, Instagram Ambo Life, YouTube Ambo Life. Um, they're they're killing it on YouTube. They're getting like within January they got over a thousand subscribers. Wow. Um, the April, his wife, is a genius. One of the nicest, sweetest girls ever. She, um, I don't know what I say professional, but she, she is a professional, um, cello player and she brings the cello with her in the ambulance and plays it out in the mountains, out wherever. And it's, it's real beautiful and real nice. Um, and, and Devin is from Boston. Um, and I like, he is the epitome of awesome Boston where he's so not Boston, but Boston, and you just want to be around him. You're like, oh, my God, you are so good and so awesome. You're so perfect. Um, and he has a distinct way of talking, too, that you like, everything's like, let's do this now. All right, let's go. And he's super excited. <laughs> but um, they, their ambulance um, broke down, and the transmission went out. Oh, wow. Oh, so no. They had towed from somewhere to, I think they're in Carson City, um, Nevada. State and and um, they can only go 10 miles per hour, and they have to wait until June like 25th before the Ford dealership can even look at their, um, their transmission. Wow. So they're living, they're living in the Walmart parking lot. And what they they just texted me yesterday, and they're like, "Well, since they live in here, let's go see if we can get a job at Walmart." And now they're working at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was genius. That is like, yeah, if we're here, might as well like earn some cash. Like you have the whole, bit. Yeah. you can get all of the uh, flavored tequila that you want. Like, yeah, get yeah. all the flavored tequila. <laughs> We kept on telling them like when the ambulance was broken down and people are getting pissed off because they're going to do 10, like turn the lights on, turn the sirens on. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like nobody's like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, we just can't. It's it's like, it's kind of like speed. We can only go 10. We go above, we lose the patient. Uh, Also getting a tow truck for a, uh, for an ambulance 
that's like it's not like you can right. have triple A, right? Like I'm sure that they're not like coming, but like that's that's an expensive toe. Um, it was, you know, I think it was in the ballpark around fourteen hundred dollars to get towed. Holy cow! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and the reason why they did it was is that their their transmission is under warranty. It was like not even five four months ago they they got a new transmission. It's also the same people I went out to um, when I was in Quartzsite with them back in January when I first met them in the middle of the desert. Um, I just met them like that day and then they were like, hey, we're going to this bar in the middle of the desert. You want to go? And I was like, hell yeah. And it's a bar five miles in on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere that's only open on uh, Saturday and Sundays from 12 to 4. And I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. From midnight to 4 a.m.? No, or from 12, 12 in the afternoon until 4 p.m.? 4 p.m. Okay, because I was going to say, the other sounds like you just uh, described from dusk till dawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've never ridden in the back of an ambulance in the middle of the desert, so I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go with you guys. <laughs> You know, that's very uh, that's very brave of you to admit, Joe, because so many of the rest of us have. <laughs> they they left a lot of the stuff in the ambulance, like all the switches are there. Um, what's really cool about ambulances is there's a lot of compartments. So they, they have all these compartments that are already built in. Um, there's handles like like grab bars all over the place. Okay. They left those in, which was really nice going through the desert in the middle of like a this road where it's all bumpy and all crazy. So you take this main highway road for, you know, 15 minutes, then you cut off to the five mile end. Right before the cutoff, Devin was like, hold on, I got to go to the bathroom. And they don't have a bathroom inside the van. They just have a pee jug. And since we're in the back, me and this other guy, he was like, I'm going to go outside and pee. Goes outside and pee and comes back in the ambulance, starts driving, and we get about a mile in. And uh he's and he yells back and he's like, You guys smell something? Oh no. I'm like, no. And he's like, It smells like something's burning. No, we don't smell anything. And he finally pulls over and he's like, Fuck. Gets out the the engine smoking from underneath. And he's like, Motherfucker, we just got this transmission replaced. Not even two months ago, like five grand put into this transmission. And we're in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere on this road. And uh, he, he's, he's freaking out. And I'm, I'm trying to play the like, it's okay, man. Let's, let's figure out what's going on. Like, don't get too crazy. We'll figure it out. And um, he's flipping out. I'm just trying to help him not go over the edge. Right. And he's underneath the, the ambulance looking underneath there. And he's like, fuck, I can see where the smoke's coming from. And I was like, okay, well, let's open up the hood and see if there's in there. And he goes to open the hood, and he's like, oh, I put the emergency brake on. (laughs) (laughs) When he took a piss. And he's riding with the emergency brake on, cooked that completely. (laughs) We need to cool this down. Quick, somebody get me the pee jug. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Which is also a kitty litter jug. No, it's an ice. It's no, it's um, it's an iced tea jug. Whatever that. What's that iced tea called? The uh, like the, Arizona. The, 
Yeah, Arizona iced tea jug <laughs> is also the pee jug. <laughs> I mean, thinking about the mental image of it, like that is a pretty perfectly shaped pee jug. It's very it similar is. to like what they give you in the hospital. It were, I know it, and it works perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, and if you're dehydrated enough, it looks the same. <laughs> Have you ever done that? What's that been so dehydrated that it looks like uh, iced okay. teas coming out of you? In liquid for your own pee? Uh, uh, ask the question again. I'm sorry, I missed it. <laughs> Have you ever mistaken a liquid thinking it's not your pee and it is your pee and you go to drink it and you're like, oh, that sucks? No, I can honestly say I have never, ever had that uh, experience. So I was in the van one day <laughs> and it was so fucking hot. Might have been hungover. I don't know. I can't remember. It was a while ago. And um, I'll get one gallon, like, you know, those, like milk jug, water jugs and drink out of those. All right. Like anybody. Does. So um, when those are empty, I'll pee in them because instead of going like it said in the middle of the night going outside, I'll pee in the jug. And I woke up one morning and this is before I had all my lights installed. So it was kind of dark in the van and I was, I was looking for water and I was like, Oh, there's a jug picked it up. And I was like, I am so thirsty. And I went and it, and it was only like, you know, a little bit in there, like a half of a glass full. And I was like, that's all I need. <laughs> And as soon as I took the cap off and put it up my mouth, it was going back. And that's when I knew when it was going back, even before it left the jug, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, this jug is half full. I'm such an optimist of pee, of pee. It's half full of pee. <laughs> so before it even hits your mouth, you know what's going it was, It was like just a little. I've never spit and walk my mouth and brush my teeth as much in my life. Like nothing got in, nothing went down, but still. <laughs> so you're drinking a little bit of Arizona ice pee. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh... <laughs> What's funny about that question is that I've, I've asked a lot of people and I would say on the upwards of 80%, like people would be like, Oh uh, uh, yeah, that may have happened once. <laughs> See, like, uh, <laughs> well, of of the people that you're polling, are they uh, other van life people, or are they, uh, you know, like folks that you know that are not necessarily on the road? Um, yes, and yes, yeah. They <laughs> See, I've avoided this problem by uh, I don't think there's probably less than uh, the number of times I could count on one hand that I've peed in a jug. I am definitely more of the pullover and I'm peeing on the side of the road type of person. I've never, it's never really been uh, in a Walmart that I'm not going to just open the door and pee. Right. Like I'll just, a little bit more discreet. Yeah. It's usually Gatorade. That My, my go-to is Gatorade bottles. The worst is when the Gatorade bottle is like two thirds oh, yeah. full. And you're like, oh god, oh god. Yeah, it's but, like, uh, which one? Like, you, that's one of those lessons you learn really quick. Of like, wow, who the hell would throw away an entire bottle of lemonade Gatorade? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I 
And it's it's funny that like you feel slightly embarrassed, like you know, I may have like you know a couple of bottles full of pee like behind my seat at driver's side, or like you know something accessible that I can go pee in, and I I, I don't I can't hide them afterwards, and like I'll give somebody a ride and they'll be you know within view, but what what's nice about it is everybody has the same thing in every van. Like there's somebody that has a pee jug that's uh, readily available within plain sight. So it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, no problem. <laughs> pee jugs and litter buckets. Yep. I have not gone to pooping in a hole yet. A lot of people poop in holes. Well, no, pooping. I mean, I like as somebody f- who used to be in the army, pooping in a hole. Yeah. That's uh, it's what you do. Dig a hole. I, I haven't got to that part yet. Drop a deuce. Make sure you yeah. have plenty of plenty of paper to clean because no matter how many times you do it, your body just knows of like fuck you. I'm gonna make this a mess. <laughs> hey, that's what I don't know. Like, can you bury the paper too? Like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, bury it all. Like that's why I use paper. Like, I mean, like, people with, like throw wipes and stuff. Like it's still biodegradable. It's not like you're wiping yourself with like styrofoam. <laughs> it's gonna be there for a decade. <laughs> styrofoam and plastic. <laughs> Decades. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I don't know how I got into that. Sorry. <laughs> no. What do I? Uh, I love a good pee jug story. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's where we're, we're that's where we're at now. We're nice. So, so how long do you guys think that you'll be in kebab? Well, there is a spot that we want really bad um, in the area we're at, but there's one dude that's that's camping there now, and he's like, "Yeah, I probably won't be leaving until the first um, of next month." And this spot is so beautiful and so nice that I would be willing to stay here until that spot's available. Oh wow! Stay there for a little bit. So we may be here for at least at least two weeks. Nice. Now, when there's a situation like that, do people like do like little van wars to like try to like gain territory? Like, could you get like a slingshot, like a massive slingshot, and just? you know, have some pee jug artillery suddenly like rain fire upon him. <laughs> or just start doing poop holes near, near his area. Yeah. Like you just kind of get like slowly creep closer and closer in the evenings. <laughs> yeah. Like should. there's a lot, of, there's a lot of disturbed earth around here. You know what van does? I don't, I, I think I, I mentioned this on the last podcast. Um, I know the, the people that are in my caravan. Because each van, at least one to two tires, have pee marks on them. So when when people show up, van pees on their tire. And it stays there for a long time. <laughs> He's just marking. He's like, well, you know, I don't necessarily have a neighborhood. And you're in my new neighborhood. So yeah. just letting everybody know that I'm around. Yeah, what can we do to get that guy out of there? He is a little bit of a... And I don't mean this in the, 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 the funny way, like <laughs> a fair... He's like a hippie fairy. Got it. Like he's the double yeah. rainbow guy. He is a double rainbow guy. 
yeah, I was just over there not long ago and then he was building a fire and we we're all talking and I was just like, I don't understand a lot of words you're saying. Cause I don't know if you know what you're saying. You're, you're talking about way too much of, I, w- I wish I could even explain. There's two forces in life, evil and good. And you battle the evil and good every day. And you try to tell that evil when you wake up, not today, bitch. And I'm like, all right, I've got to do a podcast. See you later. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to go stand over here. Yeah, like you're dealing with a different type of darkness. He's like, I hear these voices every day, and it's just a fight. And I'm like, it is good that you're in a van. <laughs> Separated from everybody else. You're, uh, this, is, this is the right lifestyle for you. Now, does he have like an unusual vehicle? Like, like no, a limousine or a bus? What's it? A red pickup truck. Oh, that's even weirder. I know. And, and uh, does it have like a cap on the back or is it just like a, Nope. It has a red pickup truck, a Pee Wee Herman bike and a, um, a hammock that he sleeps in at night. So no tent, just like hammock off the side of the truck and some weird shelter thing. And that's it. Made of human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well joe it looks like it's uh this time they're uh not uh we don't have to do the another uh 90 minute uh uh, no like diatribe also uh for those of you who uh want to slug your way through the fourth one uh a good drinking game apparently from me having listened to the episode and uh done the editing last time uh drink every time i say the word so and you'll be <laughs> hammered within the first 15 minutes <laughs> that's awesome i don't know why that became my crutch word but i think that's how i started every sentence so so <laughs> so <laughs> It's what you get for uh, drinking and being high on a podcast. Alrighty, Joe. Well, I, always uh, was it? I had fun. That was a good time. Yeah, no, it was a good time, and this was a good time too. Uh, plugs. What you uh, what you got on tap? Well, how can people find you on social? And do you have anything cool coming up? Um, you can find me on YouTube at Mac Photo Travels and Instagram at Mac Photo underscore Van underscore travels i've been posting some stories and posting more pictures up there lately also macphototravels.com uh, i've been posting there quite a bit more so you can see some articles and some blogs and some pictures of what's been going on but right now we're going to be staying in kebab for the next couple of weeks and waiting for the whole tribe to get back together and do some more shenanigans nice and uh your youtube channel i saw the um, the videos of some of the skate stuff that you're doing. That was cool. Yeah. Like the uh, abandoned pool and some of the other pieces. That so that's uh, if, uh, if you haven't checked out Joe's YouTube channel, I highly encourage you dear listener to, uh, to check that out. But uh, yeah. Alrighty, man. Well, uh, it's another good time. Another great episode. The fifth one is in the can and uh, we'll talk with everybody again in two weeks. Right. Take care, Joe. See you and later, I- bud. has no fear and he's always near and yes he's
Bye.